It's time for episode two of the Year of AP and Dangerously podcast. I sit down and talk with Heather Delavute about some of her summer reads right now. Welcome to the Year of AP and Dangerously podcast. Here's your host, Kathy Walker. Thank you again for joining us for the Year of AP and Dangerously podcast, the podcast for aspiring and current assistant principals. Hopefully, our goal is going to be to enlighten, to educate, and if you find that you are, we'd like you to subscribe to the feed and get the latest. If you have a question, a concern, a a topic that we should be addressing, by all means, definitely uh, leave us a comment. Let us know what you'd like to hear. If you're an assistant principal dealing uh, with something in your school or wanting to share your story because, hey, it's about our stories and sharing them and growing and learning from them. So by all means, leave a comment on the website. You can visit us at yearofapingdangerously.com or on Twitter. We are at Year of D. So that's just Year of Dangerousness. And uh This podcast will be available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We want to be there. If we're not there, please let us know. But by all means, do subscribe and be a part of this PLN. And um, I talk PLN and a bunch of other things when I got to sit down with one of the assistant principals in our district, uh, Heather Delavute, uh, was at an elementary school. She's making the transition uh, to a middle school, but she talked to me a little bit about uh, some of her work and some of her readings this summer, and we're going to share that with you right now. The year of AP Dangerously. Today, our guest is an assistant principal with experience on both sides of the board from elementary to middle school. Uh, Heather Delavoot is here with us. She is currently the assistant principal at North Iredale Middle School, previously having worked at Troutman Elementary School, but she is here with us today. Thank you. Oh, it's so great to be here with you today, Kathy. I am so excited because I know some of the stuff you were doing with your staff, but also mm-hmm. uh, originally I wanted to talk about just some of the books and some yeah. of the things that you've been reading over the summer to kind of, I guess, elevate the assistant principal craft. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's been, I'll just, I'll let all your folks know right away that uh, first thing is, I'm not much of a reader. <laughs> you would think that us in education that we we would read a lot, but I think that sometimes we get so bogged down that um, we forget to do that. I think that sometimes we forget to do that. And it's, so, it's hard. You have a lot of books on your list. Uh, although I, I will find books on tape are great and uh, as well as um, uh, overdrive. 
So I wind up getting library books that I can listen to. You can listen to. Can that's, a, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I need that. Might have to turn them up a little bit nowadays, but I would need that. <laughs> um, I would say that probably when it comes to some of the books I've read, uh, I've just been very, very... Well, let me tell you how it all started. Um, last year, just like all teachers, you know, um, especially here in North Carolina, we have to renew our CEUs to get our certification. And I, fortunately enough, got to be one of those folks. And one of the things in North Carolina that they did is they had those digital learning competencies that we had to get. And so I started by um, last year through our Department of um, Public Instruction, they had a uh, digital learning competency, uh, teachers teaching teachers. I went to that. And when I went... I was thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I'm almost 50. I'm not sure about this digital (laughs) learning thing, but I'm going to try it. I I always, fortunately, throughout my uh, 20 plus year career, I've had folks along the way that have helped with the digital stuff, but I thought maybe I should try doing it. Um, So I went to this and I went to a Twitter 101 and it just kind of hooked me. It hooked me in um, to where I went and bought the Twitter 140 book and... That uh, Twitter 140, do you remember who that was by? Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to get in trouble for not remembering because we are well, on you know Twitter we, together. We will look it up and we will make sure we put it on the show notes. We will Isn't put it on the show terrible? notes. I think it's Scott Rocco. I think it is. Okay. I want to say it's him, but ooh, don't quote me on that one today. Okay. So... But that's kind of where it started was um, with the Twitter and just getting into Twitter and um, really learning what a a PLN is, you know, professional learning network. And once I got into there and started, I guess, just browsing around, snooping around, I saw that there were all these wonderful educators all over the place. And some of them were just writing these these phenomenal books that I thought, oh my gosh, could help me mm-hmm. as a leader and could also help my staff as teachers. Well, and me as a teacher also, because right. I always consider myself teacher first. And so what I did is last year and, you know, shout out to Matt Miller and, you know, and... Carrie Bacham and a whole bunch of other folks, um, I got into uh, Hive Summit. And when I went into the Hive Summit, uh, I really started looking, you know, at the type of books that I thought I would be interested in, like Be Real by Tara Martin. Great mm-hmm. book, folks. You should really, really try that one out. That is a great one. It's about, you know, a lot of stuff with being relatable to your children and things like that. It's just really, really phenomenal. But, and, and, And when you talk about, and if you're not familiar with Matt Miller, he's someone that you really want to be familiar with. He is ditch that textbook, ditch that homework. Um, He's going to have a new book out, um, a new tech book. So some really exciting stuff coming out of him, which I really liked because it had some of that digital learning in it, Kathy. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) So that was great too. But what really got me is... um, I still at that point was like, okay, still not much of a reader, still so, 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 so busy. And then I did uh, the Ditch Summit. 
So if you guys are not doing these hive summits and these ditch summits, shout out there to people. Well, I know that though. I know the hive summit is coming up at the, in August. What uh, the ditch summit? I didn't get to participate in that. Let me uh, look. I'm gonna I look back at my notes here, Kathy, and figure we'll, out what. We'll find the note was. and a link for the ditch summit, and hopefully we can uh, link that in the show notes so that people can can check that out. Can check that, out that's that one ticket. I I I missed as well, but I am familiar with. Uh, those websites, and I think those are people I follow on Twitter. He probably so are. I've seen the ditch, uh, the ditch platform before. Yeah. yeah, Kathy's making me jealous meeting some of the folks, but I'm gonna meet a few too, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah it looks like the ditch was maybe in Decemberish, maybe okay. around in there. But yeah, we'll keep them open to that. Um, and through the ditch summit, I um, and a, a lot of you in education, I'm absolutely sure that you know Ron Clark Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us have heard of it out of Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to uh, Ron Clark Academy. Um, and one of the things that uh, the second day of the Ditch Summit, Kim Bairden, who is one of the co-founders of the Ron Clark Academy, she was on... And she was talking about building relationships and communicating with students. She really focused in um, her ditch summit. They usually last about an hour. She really focused in on students. And I was just mesmerized, Kathy, mm-hmm. by the, the way that she talked about effective communication and in her book, it, it talk, and we'll talk a little bit more about her book, but she talks about those six key principles of communication. And for me, it wasn't just about me or even just about my teachers being in an elementary school. You know, we also have TAs and bus drivers and, and everybody. And I so wanted the staff to if they couldn't read this book, to at least get some professional development on this. I just felt right. like it was something... I mean, even my husband, I thought this was great. <laughs> <laughs> you have to give him some of the points. Yeah. I, I think, too, with the AP role, and a lot of times people perceive it as being all about operations and and forget that part about relationships, about building relationships, whether you're building it with the students, whether you're building with the staff, and you're not just dealing with teachers, you're also dealing with the custodians, the the, the, the cafeteria, you know, just all all the all the parts and pieces that go into into public school, whether it's elementary, middle, high school. But um yeah, I think that's that's key. So yeah. she's talking about relationships yeah. and relationship building that everybody can use um, probably some insight on that. Oh, yeah, she really was. In her Talk to Me book, um, she talks about those six principles. And one of the great things when a, a lot of her stuff is, is stories of what, you know, because she's a teacher mm-hmm. and she's been a teacher for a long time and what's going on in her room, but she's also been an administrator. So, you know, you can see it on that end. On both sides of it. Yeah. And sometimes you... It, it, it's hard to to kind of sit somewhere else and go. Why don't they just do it this way? Or why don't? What are they doing in admin? What do they yeah. do in the office all day? Yes. But being able to see both sides of it definitely is good. And and a book like that is probably good for teachers as well as any um, assistant principals or aspiring assistant principals just to get insight to see see it through somebody else's eyes. Yeah, I think one of the most important things that I learned um, from this is. Sometimes I think we forget or we we get busy in our day and, and 
we realize that we have to advocate and we have to build relationships, not only with our students, because lots of times we'll think, okay, we're building relationships with our students, but we also have to be able to build relationships with our parents and with the community, that how important it is that we're all in it together. And one of the big things that she talks about, the very first thing she talks about is consideration. And really, because, you know, we start to think about where we come from and what our family life was like. And, Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is our our in, our internal. That is that is yeah. how we operate. It is from that that comes out in our external. And she really talked a lot about um, the fact that we've got to realize that everyone has their own story. Kathy, everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. And some days our stories are really really great, and we're having a great story day. And some days our stories are just poo poo. <laughs> then we're just having a terrible, terrible day. And we have to realize that our kids and our parents have those too. And I, I think too, when you, when you said that, it's, it's, it's clear when you're having those days, what it is poo poo, it's how do you tell that story? Because sometimes, you, you know, you have to smile and, 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 and trudge through on it, um, especially if you are a building leader. And sometimes you can forget. And yeah, everybody has those bad days. And I'm sure everybody can relate to a parent who's been in your office on their bad day because and again this is one of the things I just heard at the conference because that you know you have maybe 400 500 700 kids in a building that you're in charge of but that parent has that one child yes and you know that you have to be focused on so oh yeah that that is a clear point to make that you can easily easily forget yeah I I, and you're absolutely right and and you know, I think one of the things that I've learned through, you know, doing the summits and reading Kim's book and reading Joe's book and reading so many other things is that we have just got to, like you're saying, we've got to remember good, bad, or indifferent, that parent is coming in, whether they're upset or they're happy or, or whatever they may be, they're coming in and that's their baby, and they're the advocate for that baby. Mm-hmm. So yes, for us, I mean, I'm at a school right now with over 600 children. So I have 600 children, but you're absolutely right. right. He or she, whether it be grandma and whoever it is, mm-hmm. just has that one. And that was the other part that really resonated with this mm-hmm. book was that Talking, she talked a lot about validating. Mm-hmm. That sometimes, and I'll be the first to admit, I have a bad habit of sometimes Wanting just to fix it, fixing it. <laughs> I'm gift a gabbing it, and I'm fixing it. So, and you know, and we want right. to do that. And as leaders, we want to do that. We want to fix that problem. But sometimes, parents, kids, they may not want us to fix anything. They just want us to hush. Which I'm not easy at, Kathy. (laughs) They want us to hush, and they just want us to listen. They Mm. just want us to validate whatever issue or concern that they're having. So that was another huge one for me. Wow, that that is a big one. And and I think sometimes you learn it in time because, again, a lot of times it's you have to kind of sit back, and and you do have to listen. And it's... um, Almost like that um, uh, from Stephen Covey, uh, the Seven Habits is is uh, seek first to understand. So sometimes it is just kind of 
listening and hearing them out because it might not be a problem that you can solve. And I've had plenty of parents where the, the, the issues they were dealing with were way bigger than the school. Or, and mm-hmm. it was just someone to listen or to hear their side of the story. And um, yeah, that's 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 a hard one. And for leaders to, to kind of remember that when you are juggling all these other things on your plate, mm-hmm. but, you know, to be that uh, empathetic ear. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Sometimes just letting, we as teachers, you know, we get bogged down in the day-to-day. We get bogged down in the date of the day and, Mm -hmm. like you said, the fixing of the day. And sometimes we just need to zip it and and let a parent or a student explain, explain their story. And I think a lot of times, too, because you know, in the AP role... We become the discipliners a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. We beca- it really does. Um, Kathy and I were buses and butts. Yes, it is. <laughs> and today we were in a in a, um, a little summit of our own through our school district. And I did turn to my principal at one time because they had a bunch of scenarios. Kathy and they, it kept saying AP, AP, <laughs> right. <laughs> And all dealing with discipline. The AP. It was so much AP. I was like, oh, the AP. But I think sometimes, you know, because we do the discipline and nobody wants to hear something bad about their child. Mm. We don't. We don't. You know, we don't want to hear anything. And I think sometimes also, I think that parents want to, they're like, they're embarrassed or they blame themselves. And I feel like if we validate them, then we're saying, you know, it's okay for you to share your story. We're going to validate and listen to you because at the end of the day, you are a good mama and that's okay. You know, just because, you know, Frankie did this doesn't mean... and that, that's the whole point, too, especially with disciplining kids. You, you have to make sure you're disciplining the behavior. It's yes. not, it's not um, you know, condemning the person or even the parent, but, right. again, the behavior and the whole thing with changing it. And I know um, in the high school I'm at, we're trying to move towards a restorative justice because we want to change the behavior. And I think sometimes um, staff and, and teachers just want to, punish the person or the, or the child how will they learn it's not like the real world right. but it but again we, we're, we're trying to change behaviors you know and again all the while still trying to build those relationships absolutely. and again making sure that we're telling the right stories yeah and, absolutely mm-hmm. I completely agree with you when it comes to that that mm-hmm. is for sure um and, and and the other thing that I did learn in this book too going from the students to the parents and now to the staff is you know, you and I were both teachers. We know it, it is. We're definitely folks not in this for the money, and you know, and and it's because it's our calling, and we loved it. And you know, there are certain times in my life over the past twenty something years that I thought, well, I could have gone and done this, but it always came back to education. To it education. always came back to kids. It always came back to at the end of the day, I wanted to be in a classroom in a school with children. And I think that as teachers, um, we are, it's a, lots of times it seems like it's such a thankless profession. Mm. And we know a lot of what we deal with, with even as teachers is when a parent gets upset, when a kid's upset, when a you know administrator doesn't think we did something wrong, and sometimes I feel like as leaders, we forget 
to celebrate our teachers. And that was another thing that Kim talked about in this book was, you know, celebrating students, celebrating parents. And what really resonated with me was celebrating Celebrating the teachers, teachers. Mm -hmm. you know, celebrating their accomplishments in the classroom, out of the classroom, wherever it may be, and how important that is for us to really help build those relationships with them. It's really to just celebrate them as humans. If if you're getting married, we got to celebrate this or whatever it may be. Anything that requires cake. Um, Amen. And I know, (laughs) because that's what with summer reading and you get these great ideas and just sustaining them throughout the year. And that's one that's probably good to remember to to always come back and celebrate um, and celebrate your teachers and your staff because I think it does good for their kind of social, emotional um, well-being, yeah. and that in turn is going to affect the kids and affect the learning, and affect what happens in in the building. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, that's an excellent point. That yeah, if we can appreciate I'm that, in my yeah. notes too. <laughs> yeah, if we can appreciate, you know, appreciate them and celebrate them, I think that that is just so so important. And and through Kim's book is, and I'm saying some of these um, six principles, and it does, it, it it appreciates them, it celebrates them, it validates them, it, it makes them feel like even when they've had the worst of days, even if you just walk by them and say, Walker, thumbs up, good job today, girl. I mean, just something as simple as that sometimes is, is really all we really need. So I think it, it's important to not forget about the the teachers, the right. teacher assistants, mm-hmm. the custodians that clean our rooms, those wonderful cafeteria workers, and uh, never without a doubt those bus drivers for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been on the bus that one, I know. <laughs> definitely, and, and again, because uh, it was mentioned in our in our meeting today that sometimes the bus drivers they need a little more than candy. But again, just affirming people, yeah. letting people know, hey, you're doing good, and. Sometimes that's a good way, even when you're having that bad day, when you can see the positive and somebody else can kind of shift your mood and turn you around too. So that's yeah. that's some good stuff. Well, and one thing I also learned, Kathy, um, is speaking of celebration, which is the last one, is she talked a lot about... And, and I think, well, I think we as, as human beings anyways, um, a lot of times we'll say to each other, Kathy, great job today. And you'll be like... Oh, Oh, yeah. You know, that Take we have... in the praise. Yes, girl, you <laughs> got it. Embrace the praise. I, I hear you. Yes, that and was another thing. Do. Was Yeah, because, you know, we kind of want to... Or, you know, I've had teachers say to me, I don't, I don't want everybody to know that my kids had tremendous growth or things like that and and I will say to them now no take it in you earned it right they earned it and then the whole school can celebrate with you so right oh that that is key and important if we don't take anything out of this little conversation that we should we should celebrate so and celebrate the accomplishments and and, and celebrate the growth whenever you have it uh, make sure you take a moment for that celebration and celebrating your teachers celebrating your students making it a community celebration so that um, that's how you repeat that success. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is so great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I got to so thank fun. you so much. <laughs> so awesome. And we are going to carry more of these conversations on and hopefully you'll be back to talk to me because we have to talk transition because we both have gone from we do. <laughs> different schools, different grade levels. I went from middle to high. You went from elementary to middle. Yes. So we're going to have to come back uh, sometime in the school year and 
kind of compare notes on yeah, making you, that transition. You'll have to get me when I'm in double digits. I'm only day seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we will do that. But again, I thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you. Some really great stuff. And I want to thank Heather so much for being our very first interview here on the year of APing Dangerously. You know, we mentioned a lot of different authors and books and the Hive Summit, all these things you can find links to in our show notes. You can find the show notes at the website, theyearofapingdangerously.com. And I know that's a mouthful. And if you have trouble finding it, hit us up on Twitter at, at Year of D and we will get that information to you so that you can be a part of this amazing PLN. I hope it will be more amazing in time. It will be with your input. So please uh, hit a comment, give us a review, anything so that we can improve and also be the PLN that is going to strengthen your practice as an assistant principal out there doing the work that needs to be done. We appreciate you. Please subscribe. It's the year of APing Dangerously. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. For show notes and more, visit yearofapingdangerously.com.